Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Emergency physician, TV personality, speaker, and writer. She's Dr. Lee. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, and welcome back to the show, Health from the Outside In. Uh, All today we're talking about medical cannabis, marijuana, and my next guest, Dr. Matthew Springer, is a professor of medicine, one of the two non-clinical faculty in the Division of Cardiology at University of California, San Francisco. Uh, Welcome, Dr. Springer. Thanks for being on the show. You you. are going to talk to us about uh, secondhand smoke. And I have to say, I, the smoking at all of anything, I, I can't stand. When I, even when I was in college, that was what kept me away from marijuana was I think ashes are dirty. But um, there's so much, you know, every everybody has their own agenda on it. You think smoking sounds horrible and it's got to be bad, but yet there are some studies that say it's not that bad. So tell me what you found in your work. Right. Well, I think you put it very well that, that the ash is dirty. I mean, that, that, <laughs> that's the, the basic idea is that smoke is smoke. And regardless of what you're burning, the plant material that you're burning, there are thousands of chemicals that are being generated. Uh, very few of them are what people typically think about. So you burn tobacco, you get nicotine and thousands of other chemicals. Mm-hmm. You burn marijuana, you get cannabinoids and thousands of other chemicals. And those other chemicals are pretty much the same list of chemicals in various amounts. So what we've been focusing on isn't the effects of the drug from marijuana. It's the effects of all those other chemicals, those combustion products that you're being exposed to. Now, what combustion, you know, as an ER doctor, so when a house burns and people get exposed to that kind of smoke because everything we make now is synthetic and has plastics and petroleum products. Those chemicals are carcinogenic, the benzene, all those things, and that's what you're inhaling. But, and in a cigarette, we know that there's, I guess, tar. Is there tar in a marijuana cigarette? I mean, Absolutely, yeah, and, and tar is really a conglomerate term. It just means all this, right. the junk, <laughs> right? Yeah. You have particulate matter that's formed, um, fine particles that are very similar to what you get from air pollution, from wood-burning fires, and these chemicals, these are full of a lot of chemicals. You also have the chemicals in the gas phase. And so you're inhaling many, many, um, really only partially characterized particles. And it's still unclear whether it's the particles themselves, the physical presence of the particles that go into your lungs, or specific chemicals within those droplets or in the gas phase that are causing the problems. And we and other people would like to learn that. But whether you're burning the marijuana or the um, tobacco, you're, you're getting this material. And what we've shown is that at least looking at the effects on blood vessel function, on, on the endothelial function, they're having the same effect, and as a matter of fact, marijuana seems to be worse. And what you had mentioned before is very important. There are studies coming out showing that marijuana secondhand smoke is less harmful or less irritating than tobacco secondhand smoke in certain systems. So, Mm -hmm. for instance, I've seen pulmonary studies where it seems the marijuana secondhand smoke isn't having the same effect as the tobacco secondhand smoke, and I'm not really qualified to say why. It might be a side effect of the drug itself. But 
in the effects on the blood vessels, it seems the smoke is smoke, and they're both affecting blood vessel function similarly. Huh, interesting. Yeah, because there are some newer studies coming out about um, lung function and marijuana and lung cancer because there are supposedly chemicals, you know, in the plant that have been shown to have um, anti-tumor properties. And, you know, maybe they're not seeing it. And I guess it takes a while of a lot of people doing it um, to see anything. But it's interesting about the blood vessels because smoking is one of the number one risk factors for heart disease. Um, so That's I'm right. assuming that you're saying, too, now this potentially, and especially people are doing it, you know, at young ages again. But does it have anything to do, you know, smokers that are chain smokers, I mean, one after the other. Have we seen chain smoking marijuana people, um, individuals? Well, <laughs> I guess it's expensive, and you got to have a prescription, so you're going to run out. Yeah, and and you know, there's medicinal marijuana, and of course, there's non-medicinal right. marijuana. So, I mean, when when we we don't really view this under the medicinal marijuana microscope, we're just looking at <clears throat> what are the effects of being exposed to the secondhand smoke, regardless of the motive of, right. of why someone is taking it. Uh, hang on a second. Sure. So when we look at this, if you're looking at the lung, you had mentioned lung function and lung cancer. Those are two very different things. Right. Of course. When you're looking at the ability of or the tendency of something to cause cancer, it can be very difficult. It requires many, many years of looking at, at aggregate data over a lot of people retrospectively to see if people's behavior in the past has had an effect on cancer rates. And they've had a very difficult time establishing links. Lung cancer in particular, the, uh, the studies are mixed. There have been other studies showing an increase in other head and neck cancers. With lung function, that's a different thing. Now you're looking at acute effects of how, how the airways work, how much oxygen people are able to get, how much they're able to breathe. And it's not really clear to me, at least, what other compounds in the marijuana, such as the cannabinoids, might be doing to mediate lung function. So we're looking really specifically at the cardiovascular effects. And at least with tobacco, secondhand smoke is a huge killer for cardiovascular reasons. And it's thought actually that the cardiovascular effects of tobacco smoke are, are the, the most harmful, the most deadly effects. And what makes it nice to study is that these are very rapid effects. So we've shown by studying in, in a laboratory model using rats with very similar physiology to humans, that one minute of secondhand smoke from tobacco already has started to decrease blood vessel function. It's mm. a temporary effect, comes back, but if you do it enough times, we, we know from humans, if they're exposed to secondhand smoke enough times, it becomes a long-term effect. We've now seen similar effects with marijuana in this system. So we expose rats to marijuana for just a few minutes, the, the blood vessel function goes way down. If you expose it for just a minute, we're already seeing a pretty substantial decrease mm-hmm. in the blood vessel function. Yeah, and you and said that it actually doesn't go back as fast you noticed right. in the rats. Yes, <laughs> yes. So when we look at the tobacco effects in the rats, we see recovery within about half an hour. But if we look at the marijuana effects in the rats, it, it takes quite a bit longer. Hmm. for the effect to come back. So, and there, you 
you had asked about chain-smoking marijuana, clearly <laughs> you don't typically have that situation. But remember, we're studying the effects of secondhand smoke, and so if people are in a situation where people are smoking marijuana, mm-hmm. that's a constant exposure to other right. people's marijuana smoke. Right. Rock and concerts, I... parties. Right. And yeah, I imagine in closed spaces, of course, it's always uh, worse, too. Um, because there's there's not a lot of ventilation. But, um, you know, I, I think that uh, it's still in certain places where there's no smoking, there, there sh- should be no smoking of marijuana, too, right? Even in the recreational places. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This, and this is a critical point. What The message we want to get out there is that no smoking should mean no smoking. And so whether you're the public trying to figure out whether you should be exposed to someone else's smoke, or if you're a doctor, clinician trying to counsel patients on avoiding secondhand smoke, or even regulators writing smoke-free laws, you have to include marijuana in that definition. And I should probably mention that with the, from the medicinal side, if people are eating marijuana extracts, if they're exposing themselves to vaporizers, then our results may not be relevant. We're really looking at the combustion product. Yeah, and va- vaporizing has been something that, that people are, are doing in public now when they can't smoke. So very interesting study. I um, want to thank my guest. This is the Dr. Levin Oker Show, Health from the Outside In. Stay tuned into your health.